All right, so remember the lottery where everyone wanted to win and it was $1.5 billion and the jackpot was won by one ticket in South Carolina? Uh, No one has come forward yet. Uh, That money is still out there. Uh, And this is what's wrong with state government and actual uh, federal government, uh, by the way. Um, The state has already budgeted the $61 million that that ticket would have paid South Carolina. And they're ready. They put it in the budget already. Well, now, if nobody comes forward and the lottery has to give the money back to the states of the mega mega millions tickets, that means that the $61 million is not collected and they've got to take it out of the budget. Why are you putting it in the budget if it hasn't been collected yet? Now, someone could still come forward with it. You know that it's you know that it's gone, right? Remember, along that time, there was the hurricane that came through and flooding, and people were all concerned about that. And we talked. I, I know we've talked about this before because uh, nobody had come forward, and they were concerned that uh, no one would come forward. And it's looking like no one is going to come forward now. You have until mid-April uh, to come forward and claim your one point five billion dollars. That'd be a real shame to have that go back to the 44 states that play mega millions. So if you are in South Carolina or were in South Carolina and you purchased a mega millions ticket and you haven't checked it or you never did check it, dig around your pickup truck, dig around your Volkswagen bug, clean it out, look in the trash, look in the ashtray, look in the shoes, look at the bottom of your purse, Open it up. Look, maybe you stuck it above the sun visor. Maybe it went down between the seats. Maybe it's in a shoe. I don't know where it could be, but find it because it's worth $1.5 billion. And the state of South Carolina, bless their little hearts, they're counting on using that $61 million that they're going to take from you. So you know, if you've listened to chewing the fat with yours truly uh, for any length of time, you know, from the beginning. Uh, and really from the beginning of time, I've always wanted to be uh, part of or hold a Guinness world record. I want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Now, I have a way that I think chewing the fat could make it to the Guinness Book of World Records. And I'm going to tell you how, but I got me thinking about it again today because there was a town. <laughs> Congratulations are in order uh, to uh, a small town uh, up in uh, in Maine, Shawigan, 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 Shawigan. It's got to be Shawigan. Nailed it. It's got to be Skowigan. Skowigan. S K O. W-H-E-G-A-N. It's in Maine. That's all you need to know. It's a city in Maine. They set the Guinness World Record for moose calling. For moose calling. Now, the organizers of the Maine Moose Festival, and who, I mean, when you think of festivals, you think of the Maine Moose Festival in Skowegan, This is the first year I missed it. Now, they set a record... Uh, attempting uh, 1,054 people 
moose calling. The effort took place in June. In June, we're hearing Last about this year? now. Uh, and when a registered guide uh, got the sizable crowd, uh, they did the noise. And now the, the Guinness people said, yep, you know what? It's a world record. Stamp it on. Amazing. Now, if you weren't one of the lucky people to be in Scoigan, Maine, uh, for the moose calling world record as part of the Maine Moose Festival, Here's what it sounded like. I'm going to give one little sample. We're going to give one, two, three. You're going to get now he has an audience in uh, in uh, stands. It's like uh, the fairground stands, you know, where they, whatever they they might have, you know, moose racers or whatever they do down on the field. Three, two, one, ready. Sample. That's what we're going to do, right? Ready? <laughs> How I Three. want, I wish the story right now. Three. You can pause Three. it for just a second, okay? Because I don't, just stop. All right, he's counting down to the moose call. We don't want to ruin that. But you have no idea how I wanted this story to be paused right there with main moose caller killed by trampled, trampled by moose. I wanted that moose call to actually have mooses show up. Is it mooses? Mice? One thousand fifty-four people. Come on, man. <laughs> so good. I mean, there's not a moose. This is actually a moose uh, stay away call. You gotta do it the right amount of time. There it is. I never knew 35 seconds was more in my life. <laughs> Your wife did. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> uh, so if you watch the video, I don't think that. 1,054 people were actually moose calling. No, it sounds like, ah! And plus, it looked like there were a few that were just there not making for the moose calls. But, hey, Guinness let it go, right? Because Guinness is like, we've got to get these moose uh, people off our backs, okay? Yep, they set the record. No problem. Nobody else can do it. Nobody else is going to do it. Let the main moose festival have the Guinness World Book of Record for moose call and be done with it. Next year, they'll call us and say, hey, we did it with 1,055. Okay, just rubber stamp it. I don't want to hear it because I'm sick of talking to them. Now, and again, you it's called moose calling, right? Now, to me, if I'm a moose, I'm staying away from that, All right? <laughs> no, thank you. No, 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 no. Because I don't know if you've ever been moose hunting. I mean, they're big. They're really big. Now, I... Don't look at me like, you go moose hunting, you bastard. No, but I do know a lot of people that have gone moose hunting. PETA. And I know that I know what it is like to have mooses coming through the brush at you when you're out hunting for them. Do you? I do. I do. 
And this is what, the, I mean, in real life, they sound like this. Yeah. Uh, tell me, you're out hunting. And you're you're out hunting for whatever you're hunting for. It might not even be mooses, mices, whatever you're hunting for. You might be out hunting for, you know, poor little foxes or whatever the case is. And coming through the brush, you hear this? I mean, dude, no doubt. You've, you've just killed a moose. Moose meat forever. Now, I've eaten a lot of, I've eaten quite a bit of moose meat. I know this comes as a surprise to you. That uh, there's some sort of meat I've eaten a lot of, but shocking. Uh, yeah, I know. But uh, I, you know, moose burgers are good, man. I enjoyed them. Now, people in Maine have a world freaking record, a world record, a Guinness Book of World Records. Why does not chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher have a Guinness Book of World Records? Why? Because we cannot afford a second heart attack. I always want. What does that mean? We can't get you any fatter. Is that that's the record you're going for, right? No, Fattest I, I, I podcast my... host ever? That hurts. No, I, I'm I serious. Mean, that hurts. What What do you want? That hurts. Does it? A fat joke coming from you. Yeah. If you want to get started, if you would like to get started down that road, Chris Cruz, oh my gosh, you think I pick at you now, my friend. <laughs> You'll be so mad at me by the time this show gets over. Ooh. Anyway, so I want to I want to set the Guinness World Book record. I, I want to have a Guinness record, and I have a great idea. I know I've wanted to do this for several years, like I, I, more than several years. I mean, there's been at least at least fifteen years I've wanted to do this, and I think we should. I, now that I have you, Chris Cruz, one of the best. podcast radio producers there is in the country you pull get things going and make things happen that's you you could probably help it get it happening because i want it i want to do it but i just don't want to do anything to make it happen what is it because <laughs> we have to work and yeah oh yeah we all know you're um, allergic to so uh, yeah so what i want to do is i want to set the guinness book of world records for the most people Sitting on a whoopee cushion for the oh yeah you talked right about this. I had, that's yes. I know I've talked yes. about it before sitting you on a whoopee cushion at the this. same time yes get yes. sponsors on the whoopee cushion yeah but do it at it a, a stadium is it a normal size whoopee cushion or is it like a giant whoopee cushion whatever okay whatever I mean if we need if we need to make it bigger for more sponsors we make it bigger for more sponsors I'm okay with that. So you want to go to the what, American Airlines? Uh, we could do that, or we could do you know a lot of times you can go to uh, uh, you know minor league baseball stadiums, stuff like that. You because know, I, I, I started thinking about it when I was working in Tampa because the Yankees have a minor league team there, and they've got a really nice minor league stadium there. Yeah, who the Yankees? One of their one of their teams. What are they? Uh, the Yankees. No, but what's the minor league baseball called? They're called Yankees too. Wow, well, that seems kind of confusing. The stadium is right across from the football stadium, from Raymond James Stadium, where the Buccaneers play. And it's a beautiful, small, a smaller version, you know, of Yankee Stadium. It's beautiful. And uh, I was thinking, because it holds about five or 6,000, something like that, I think. 
I have to I have to look up and see what they what it holds. But I was thinking you could three or four thousand people one time on a whoopee cushion. Come on, that's a great world. And, so I, and, I, and I haven't double checked on what the world record is now. At that time, it was only it was like hundreds. Yeah, but I, is everyone? If sitting, you start questioning my world record, no, no, you no, and no I I'm not. I'm trying right to understand now. it. So, is everybody sitting in one whoopee cushion? No, everybody, everybody has, gets their own whoopee cushion. Everybody okay. sits on one whoopee cushion. Yeah, we're gonna make a whoopee cushion the size of ten acres, and everybody's well, gonna sit on it. That's what I said. How big does it need to be? Because I'm here thinking it's like. You can maybe get yeah. 10 people no. sit in one. Is it a hot air balloon? No, it's a whoopee cushion. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> now we need to make a 10-acre whoopee cushion. Do you know, you know, think about this. 3,000 people sat on one giant whoopee cushion like that. Do you know the air pushed out of that thing? That's what I'm saying. I wanted to, like, <laughs> that's the world record I can help you with. Imagine everybody just jumps and... Oh, we got to make sure that it's faced out to the ocean, though. Oh, it, might, it might push the United States. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll do in California <laughs> on the crust. So if you're California on one side gets, of Florida, we'll see how far we can get to the other side a, of Florida. Yep. Just hop. <laughs> or we could just put it on the water and everybody jumps, see how oh, far you can go. Oh, I like that. Yeah. No, everybody gets their own whoopee cushion, dummy. That makes more sense. Now... <laughs> So you remember Brie Larson? I was just thinking of her last night, too. <laughs> the actress, Brie Larson. Um, you, you say yes, but you didn't say it convincingly. Like, I mean, you know who she is, right? Brie Larson. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, The Room, though. Remember the, I was thinking of her last night because of the, her, her performance in the movie called The Room, where she is locked in this room with her kid. I don't know that movie. What the hell's going on in there? I don't know that movie, Jeffy. What were you listening to? We'll get back to Brie in a moment here on Chewing the Fat. It was a what, call. Were you, why were you not it was a, uh, participating it, it was in the a program? Call. It was a call, Jeffy, that I forgot. A that call? Had a, yes. A call. A call with my boss. Your boss? Yes. When we're recording this podcast, yes, it was an I'm emergency. your boss. Oof. Let's are... not forget that. Focus on this show. If there's someone that is your boss outside of this show, they can wait. You know, unless it's Glenn. It is. Ah, never mind. Tell him I said hi. So anyway, Brie Larson. <laughs> so I'm watching NCIS that we recorded. It's a new episode of NCIS. Yes, I'm. A, you know, I watched a stupid show with NCIS, and uh, it's about a girl who is locked in the basement with her mom, and you know, her mom was pregnant, and she's only known about living in this basement. So it got me thinking about the room. So anyway, uh, which is how I was thinking about Brie, but uh, now she's on. Brie Larson is on this. Uh, publicity tour for the first female-led marvel movie and uh and she loves she loves reviewers and people who do interviews with her 
So she, uh, you know, she won an Oscar for The Room, too, I think, right? So she's an Oscar winner. Ugh. But uh, she picked uh, a lady, a, a journalist, who uh, has cerebral palsy and is a woman of color because um, about a year ago, Larson explains, I started paying attention to what my press days looked like and the critics reviewing movies and noticed it appeared to be overwhelmingly white males. Oh, what? Now, remember uh, she has this uh, fixation on gender? Uh, I'm guessing that she uh, hates white males. Uh, That's pretty much uh, where I get from her. Remember when she was so mad at people who were um, uh, giving her a hard time about the movie A Wrinkle in Time? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear what a white man has to say about a wrinkle of time, a wrinkle in time. I want to hear what a woman of color, a biracial woman has to say about the film. The movie wasn't made for them. Bree, I'm pretty sure that the... uh, uh, the movie film industry and the film company and production companies uh, would disagree with that. Um, they want the movie to reach everyone so that that means that there's more money for everyone. And I don't think your bank asks where that money came from when you cash the check for these movies you're playing. So... Good luck. God bless. I hope your first female-led Captain Marvel movie will be wonderful. And it probably will be. Sadly. Can't take it. As long as we're talking about movies... I mean, you've got uh, the new Disney Aladdin trailer out with Will Smith, uh, where he is, uh, boy, talk about uh, being okay with blackface. He's just the blue genie. So there'll be plenty of jokes about that. You can you can count on that happening. You've got uh, Frozen 2 uh, with their first trailer out for Frozen 2, which is, if I get another, another frozen song stuck in my head for another two years after a movie release that's what's coming from frozen 2 and uh netflix reportedly paid 10 million dollars for campaign documentary featuring alexandria ocasio cortez oh my gosh i cannot wait to see that knock down the house produced by new york's jubilee films and it profiles the campaigns of las vegas businesswomen amy valella st uh, louis nurse Corey bush coal miner's daughter paula jean swergen in west virginia and new york-based alexandria ocasio-cortez who worked double shifts at restaurants to pay her family's bills now um i'm pretty sure that ocasio was the only one who won uh, and made it to washington all the rest of them lost so it'll be fascinating to see what she did right. Uh, what she did right was she was in New York. And she worked harder than the guy that was already in office. And that's about it. It wasn't that she was smarter. 
I guarantee you that. But uh, I can't. You got that look to look forward to from Netflix. Can't wait. Knock down the house. She'll probably be able to afford an apartment in D.C. now, though. All right, so yesterday we missed the second annual out-of-the-ordinary auction in the United Kingdom. Very disappointing. Uh, There's a few things that I would have liked to have bid on, uh, but the biggest ticket item uh, that they had is something I don't know that I've ever seen before. For sure, you probably haven't seen it before. Now, they did sell... Uh, a Michael Jackson's 1992-93 Dangerous Tour outfit, uh, a vintage French postcards uh, depicting um, Witch's Sabbath, which those that'd be kind of cool, uh, wing tips from the Cathay Pacific 747, an Ice Age cave bear skeleton from Romania or Austria. <laughs> A Victorian watercolor of two men dressed in drag. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Uh, so, but the big ticket item, the big ticket item. The drag wasn't the big ticket item? No, no, it was not. Shame. Uh, the big ticket item was uh, from the 19th century. Uh, it, uh, about $6,000. Was uh, what they got for the biggest ticket item. By by the biggest ticket item, I mean it's 167 centimeters, five and a half feet long, nearly one foot wide, and it just it weighs 18 pounds. As it looks like it's uh, it's uh, stuffed with uh, horse hair. Okay. It's a uh, sperm whale penis. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of? The sperm, sperm whale. whale penis. Uh-huh. Oh. The picture looks like. I wish we had video. I wish we had. I wish we were uh, had video to the Chewing the Fat podcast, so it could be Chewing the Fat vidcast and podcast. It looks like a giant carrot. It looks like this giant. It looks like he's the world, the Guinness Book of World Records carrot. Five and a half feet long, eighteen pounds. Uh, it does not look like something that a sperm sperm whale would have, but I will say that if you saw this coming at you from a sperm whale, I don't know what to be scared of most, the sperm whale or this, but uh, six grand, you can have it in your house. He's so good. Now, apparently, sailors used to use these sperm whale penises to keep their tobacco in on long trips. So, you never know. If you kept the tobacco inside the whale thing, I kept it moist and fresh during during the journey. So it probably is not going to do that now since this is old and dried up and decrepit, but, uh, you know, full of horse stuffed with horse hair and only weighs 18 pounds. But 
it would be fun to have in your house. I don't know that my wife would appreciate it. Maybe she would. Maybe she would. We just hang it up, you know, like you walk in the house and you hang it up over the over the walkway. Yeah, like a deer. Yeah. No, not on a wall like that. Maybe over the walkway. Like you, our house, you walk in, the stairway runs up to the right. Yeah. And then you have a crosswalk. Oh, it goes yeah, over yeah, to another yeah, yeah, bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So, so you maybe just hanging on the crosswalk. Oh, okay. But do you do you like where you hang a mistletoe? Yeah. For the holidays, oh. only that would be it would be the whale penis. But is it pointing towards the door or is it sideways? Ooh. Like how it's, does it look like a unicorn? I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking sideways. But I would think more of like a unicorn. But if it's pointed at you, I mean, duck. Because if you had that. Giant sperm whale thing hanging, you know, in the walkway. Like a unicorn? Maybe you have, well, yeah, man, yeah, sticking at, pointing at you, pointing yeah. At you, okay. Maybe you use, like, uh, you have the big whale doorbell sounds, you know, so ding dong, but it's not ding dong, it's, uh, you it's know, not, the whale sounds. It's not going to work, though. What it's do you mean it's not going to work? Get the whale sounds for the doorbell. Yeah, all they do is click. Listen, all, this is all I mean, they do. mean, all they do is click. This is all they do. You hear that clicking? That's all they do. Have you not ever seen the documentary, uh, the documentary uh, Down Periscope? Okay. The documentary Down Periscope was made. Uh, oh, no, I got to look it up. All right. Hold on. I got to look it up. Because it's the, you've never seen Down Periscope? No, I haven't. And the guy imitates the whales. Okay. The, in, the, in the submarine, they're on the run. Uh-huh. And they're... They're hiding on the bottom of the ocean. Okay. And the people who are after him think they've found him. So he's got to, uh, in the documentary, the submarine hits the, hits the bottom of the ocean floor too loud and gives their position away. So the only way that they can get out of getting caught is making the people who are after them think that they're a whale or whales, plural. So they have their sound man, Sonar, who's been studying whales. I mean, luckily, been studying whales. No and, way. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. And uh, he can mimic whales. Uh, that's what he does for, you know, for fun. And uh, he mimics two whales in the submarine so that the people after them think that they're just whales and not the sub at the bottom of the ocean. Duh. Now, I've, obviously, I've given you the the, the highlight of Down Periscope, the, the whale scene, so that we could get the audio ready for you. <laughs> now, you're telling me that this would not be good audio as a doorbell. Oh, this way he's getting ready. Okay, I'm going to just... The suspense from... Oh. And he's moving all around the submarine, so it's like biologic. Two. See, the guy that's after his biologic sounds like a whale. See, must be a whale. It's moving around. Yeah, it's moving around. Oh, there's your clicking, but still, see. Now it sounds like there's two of them. See. 
Come on now. Outstanding. You never seen that documentary? No, I haven't. Okay, so I mean, well, obviously the door, my doorbell would leave out the audio from the documentary, other than just the whale sounds. The clicking that he actually did. He did do some clicking, but he did other sounds as well. It sounded like a car, like a racetrack was happening at the bottom of the sea. That's what it sounded like. Uh, That was uh, uh, Harlan Williams, is the the comedian that was playing sonar in the documentary. Uh, down Periscope. I've met him once, but I had him come into the radio station. I was working at him doing a morning show. Like, yeah, I want to meet Harlan Williams. He's the whale guy. That's and really that's what you said. That's, only, that's the only reason I wanted to meet him. Was the whale guy. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to talk about new material and no, everything. No, 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 whale like, guy. No, 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 whale no guy. dude. Down no, Periscope, dude. I need you. <laughs> I need you, Harlan. Yeah, yeah. The funny new bit stuff. No, it's funny, no, but no, 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 no. I need the. <laughs> I need to click into. Hold on. Yeah, right there. So by the end, he's just like, hey, "Come and see me tonight." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That's all I know. Okay. I'm just looking at. I'm just walking down memory lane here for the documentary down we still periscope. On this? Yeah, we are. We still on this. We still did, are on this. Did I play music? Did we go to like? Yeah, you did. But I, I did but play I, music. That, that, okay. That's not important okay. because while the music was playing, I'm looking at the cast of Down Periscope just to refresh my memory. And I mean, I own a copy, a DVD somewhere in my house. DVD. Hmm. I know. That, that, no. Well, this was this documentary was made in 1996. Yes, yeah, so you had a tape. No, I never had. The, I don't think I ever had the tape. Hmm. The VHS. I don't think I ever had that. Eh, I had the, but I do have the DVD. I don't have the digital copy. So Kelsey Grammer stars in the Kelsey Grammer. Who's that? Right. Give me something else. Turn your mic off. If you're listening to this broadcast and you don't know who Kelsey Grammer is, I still want you to subscribe, but I don't want you to listen. Rob Schneider. Harry Dean Stanton, Bruce Dern, William H. Macy. I mean, now those people alone. And then Rip Torn. And Harlan Williams, the whale guy. I mean, come on. Well, that that documentary is tremendous. I forgot about Rip Torn, too. He was great in that movie. So good. All, all these characters were really good in this movie. Uh, go ahead. Oh, did you, did I know you look him. up Kelsey Grammer now? Yeah, I know him. I, know right. him. I just don't know him. Yeah, yeah, shut your mic off. We still on this? Is that what we're doing? Seriously? We're still going on this? Because I was done with it. Uh, who played the well guy? The, Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams. Hold on. And I play music again and then. Cause I look, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about this documentary forever. Really, that was him. I don't know him. I love this movie. I don't. I don't know Harlan Williams. I thought I did, but I don't know him. I don't know what he's worked on. Well, uh, outside of being whale guy in this documentary, he's a comedian. And what are people known him for? Uh, the whale guy. <laughs> I can see that because he does not have a good background of movies. He has Dumb and Dumber '94, yeah. Half Baked '98. Yeah. He's kind of funny. He's had some good. You know, he's had some good. His comedy routine was okay. You know, he wasn't. It wasn't unfunny. He did some good stuff. But again, he's whale guy. That's all I care about. I think we should move on. Whatever. I mean, I'll talk about Down Periscope. 
because Kelsey Grammer, uh, who plays uh, Tom Dodge in the movie, uh, is is uh, known because at one time he uh, was out in the waters in a, in a nuclear sub and brushed against a, a Russian sub. Oh, what's that called? Red State? No, Red something? Red Dawn? Red Spawn? Okay, stop, just don't go start mixing uh, documentaries. But in the documentary Down Periscope, after he did this, he went out and got really drunk and put a tattoo on his sperm whale thing. And so he's known for having a tattoo on his thing in the movie. That's in the documentary. And so when Rip Torn, the head guy, the naval officer, wants to try to avoid and and get rid of one of the other guys he was oh don't think like that think like a man with a tattoo on his no i got the right man and that's yes sir you do you do in all honesty when was the last time you watched this this movie movie. i don't know i don't know you still know this i love this movie wow i love this i'm impressed i'm impressed i love there's there's other great there's other uh, snyder yeah, I like Rob great, Schneider. Yeah. He's a great, uh, a great character in this movie. Uh, the cook. Is <laughs> Would you look at that? Look, oh, no, I got to stop now. Pat and Aswell is on it? <sighs> I told you that this is a great movie with a great cast and should be watched and should be known. On top of on top of the fact that this all just started because I wanted the whale guy as a doorbell. If there was ever proof that Jeff Bezos thinks he's going to uh, lose a bunch of cash uh, in the divorce to the wife, the impending divorce to the wife, uh, they just dumped their NYC headquarters. They were going to move to New York. Remember the big huda huda? Amazon coming to New York. And they're opening new train stations. 25,000 jobs. Yep. We're going to make sure the train stations are fresh and new and spiffy. We've got all people were investing in condos and uh, spend, all these new buildings are going to be going up and these old apartments are going to be worth all this money now. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, well, no, we're not coming to New York now. Sorry. Man, think of that though. Just uh, think if you were, because I would have been one. This is this is this was this is perfect me. Amazon's coming here. Cool. I was going to sell that building. No way I'm selling that building now. Well, that building, I, I can revamp a couple of those apartments, and we can make some. We'll be renting those bad boys out to twenty five thousand Amazon employees, right? And, and now you're stuck with that thing. Just. <laughs> And that's the way Jeff's going to feel after he is no longer the richest man on the planet. Because, uh, well, we've been through that divorce paper. I cannot wait for the divorce thing to happen. I can't. And I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't be. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. It's Valentine's Day. Holy cow. Today is Valentine's Day. (laughs) I'm feeling that you forgot. And this will be for you. Did you forget? I mean, that's stupid to think of someone would forget Valentine's Day. Glenn had like three people on his show today. They all forgot. Those people are so dumb. So dumb. 
Oh, wow. I can't believe somebody would. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> I forgot it was Valentine's By the Day. way, now that you're talking about that, did you know <laughs> um, that New York lost $2.3 billion in tax revenues? Ooh. Yeah, hey, Cuomo, you know. Cuomo announced that. I'm like, Ugh! no, makes you think why uh, Amazon was like, I know. I'm not staying here. Well, look, uh, the, you know, Amazon was going to have some kind of tax deals anyway. That's why those yeah. companies move yeah. in. They get yeah, all they kinds give of them deals. A, and, and, a nice deal. Yeah. But, but they're still, look, you give Amazon, you could be pissed about giving Amazon, a company like Amazon a tax break. The 25,000 employees working there weren't getting tax breaks. No, they weren't. Okay, they were paying their taxes. They were paying their and they were paying. They were paying to ride the subways and ride the trains and paying to eat there and paying to live there and paying to do every damn thing else there. Yeah. So that income is gone now, but I mean, it would have been there. That's why you give those big companies the tax breaks. So that they bring in other 20,000 people. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's the whole bit. I get it. But yeah. but people have been moving out of New York now and New Jersey. <sighs> Goodbye. Have a nice day. I wonder why. I wonder why that would be. Uh, let's see. You've got communist as a mayor of New York City. Oof. You've got uh, a baby killer as a governor. Uh, that, uh, I mean, he's a proud, proud, proud Catholic uh, believes in the Lord, believes in Are Catholics. You sure? Oh yes, absolutely. Are you sure? he's, he's he's campaigned on it. This puts oh. a strong, a strong Catholic, devout, devout Catholic, devout in New York, hmm. devout Catholic. And of course, that's why he is for, uh, you know, late term abortions, baby killing. That's why he's ba- well, yeah. late term abortions. Don't try to make it into something uh, ugly, baby killing. And uh, you know, the, goodbye. Have a nice day. And they're also, and then you've got uh, you've got the wannabe co- uh, communist that wants to make everybody believe that she just we're just for the people. Uh, Cortez, <laughs> nightmare. I'm sorry. Little things a nightmare. Then, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, I apologize. Yes. And then you have uh, the former senator from the great state of New York, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> former president of the United States, William Jefferson Clinton. Living in, it's time to get out of that state. Holy cow. Al Franken, is he still there? Is Franken? Franken wasn't from New York. Although he might have moved back to New York, but he was a senator from like Minnesota, right? He wasn't. He was a senator from Minnesota. He wasn't. He was just on uh, Saturday Night Live, bro. <laughs> he just worked in New York. Yeah, he just worked in New York. I mean, that's, you know, good for him, but. <laughs> yes. Do you know today's Valentine's Day? Happy Valentine's Day. I thought you would like do a show about love. I know that's what my wife wanted. Oh my god, yes. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wasn't she supposed to be here to do the show with you? Yeah, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, today. Oh my gosh, today is Valentine's Day. Yes. Oh man. Where is she? I I know she's short. (laughs) She enough. Really a short joke? Yeah. Really, that goes over good. Don't worry. Go of course it. it goes over because yeah, she's, she's short. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she's busy, though. I, wa- oh. I wanted to. Mm. Man, did I want to do a Valentine's Day Dad, show with her. Dad, you know. And we've, we've done it once before. I know. She said uh, you guys used to do it all the time. Well, that's a, that's a stretch. With the, we used to do it all the time. That's what but she we've told done me. It she once told before. me you guys did it all the time. Yeah, that, she wasn't Every... talking about the Valentine's Day broadcast. Oh, okay. But uh, the... Uh, we did, you know, the show. I think what we could buy, and you know, the gifts and the cool gifts and the bad oh, gifts and stuff. And 
And uh, did you know that Hooters is giving away 10 boneless wings? Oh. Stop into Hooters and say, hey, it's Valentine's Day and I'm single. Oh, you have to be single? Yeah. Have to be single. Yeah, well, no, you have to tell them that you're single. But I can't do that because I have like a wedding ring tattooed on my fingers. Uh, so? so? Uh, tattooed on your fingers. So? Yeah, I'm single. She left me. Where's my wings? What an idiot I was to have this tattooed on my finger. Where's my wings? Is it normal wings? Can I add the, because I don't like the normal used, wings. You know, Hooters started in, in Tampa Bay when I worked in Tampa Bay, so they used to be on all the time, and I used to have a VIP discount card. Of course you did. Of course you did. Any Hooters, 10% off everything. It was, nice. it was a nice card. Nice. I love that card. 10% only? I figure I you would card. talk yourself into at least 30 might have been more, actually. I have a feeling it's more because it's you, Jeff Fisher. And I, I, can't I don't think I don't think Jeff Fisher. Ten right. percent doesn't sound. That's right. what I'm saying. Ten percent covers like what? Maybe half of the that. tax. But it was still nice. Even yeah. if it was ten percent, it was nice. I used to get a card every year from uh, from Hooters uh, corporate headquarters. Dear Hooters, I'm still here, uh, still alive. Where's my? You're not. What if I they killed you with all those free, yeah, I, I mean, know. with that card? I know, thank but like, you. he just ate himself to death. <laughs> there was one down the road from the radio station that we may have frequented from time to time. Their wings are okay. They're not, I, I'm Their not wings a big are fan. Okay. I'm not a big They're fan. Okay. But they had a, a, a pressed ham and cheese sandwich, hot. So good. Ooh, like a grilled cheese like that? It was grilled like ham panini? and cheese. Bread. It was so good. I, I, I ate that. I had that before. Once or twice. A few times. More? Yeah, there we go. That sounds better. Did you know that Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. What do you mean, yes? You didn't even know what I was going to say. I was going to did you know story. Chuck E. Cheese? I saw the story. I know, but inside that story, there was a news pit that I didn't know. Okay, so now the story itself is that they're recycling their pizzas, all right, and they're denying it. Yes, because they've got some uh, uh, conspiracy YouTuber that's saying that he went in and, and found that they were recycling their pizzas. Okay, whatever. By the way, someone in this company used to work for Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe we can ask him. Who was that? HR. He used to be the HR for Chuck E. Cheese. Really? And he has stories. So maybe we ask him about the pizza. Ooh, that's a good idea. Because you know if you have a problem with the pizza, you go to HR. Yeah. So anyway, obviously Chuck E. Cheese is denying it. And I like Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, Let me rephrase it. I like the idea of Chuck E. Cheese. You go there, the kids get the stamp, you get the stamp, you, they run around and play, they play little silly games, you can play some silly games, they climb around, they get their pizza, they happy birthday to you, giant rat comes out, and you have a little birthday cake, and you go play some more, and you go home. And you don't have to worry about the kids leaving, because nobody gets out, nobody gets out unless they got the same stamp on. You know, that, I mean, that's pretty good. It's not armed security at the Chuck E. Cheese gate. So I guess it is possible that it could, that it, something good, bad could happen. But most times it's not, right? I mean, the people, the young kids working at the front gate are really diligent about that. I, I do. Oh, I yeah. Do they, like they take that seriously. Yeah. And they should. And, and, I, and I appreciate that. So they, uh, and so now they, uh, they claim that they're recycling their pizza. Okay. Well, even if they are, so. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Uh, really? So We all know. 
But inside this story, it talks about how Chuck E. Cheese, you can now have it delivered to your home. Did you know that? Now, raise your hand if you really have ever thought to yourself, you know, I really want some pizza tonight. You want, we got Pizza Hut. We get uh, Papa John's. We get Domino's. We can even stop by the Little Caesars on the way home and get pizza. Or we could go to Chuck E. Cheese and have them deliver it to the house. I wonder if you have to if you have to wear the rat suit, bringing it to the house. I was just gonna ask that. Was <laughs> it a Ratmobile? The Chuck. Oh, I like that. The Chuck E. Cheese pizza. It's, Ratmobile you know, it says pizza delivery yeah. on the house. They have the the magnet that has the giant rat head on it. That would be great. But you might be get confused by the uh, pet exterminator, though. Well, the, the exterminator has a it's a, different, a rat it's a different kind on of, top of it's it. Not Chuck, it's not Chuck E. Cheese, though. It's a you called kind. it a rat. It's a different kind. It's a different kind of rat. <laughs> I think you could know the difference, right? Maybe not in today's world, though. You might not. So you're right. You have to. You have to drive around in the suit. Who's you ordering have to pizza? Deliver the pizza? Who's ordering pizza with a pet exterminator? Yeah, you have to order. You have to. Uh, you have to. You have to deliver the pizza in the Chuck E. Cheese suit. Now that now that I would pay for. Yeah, that I would pay for. Just to just to have the the person. Why does it have to be a guy? The person show up in the in the Chuck E. Cheese outfit. Wow. You know what? Happy Valentine's Day to you. Okay. Uh. You know, today's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Oof. Happy Valentine's Day. It's a good thing that I have got to be here all night. No, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, I got to be here all night long. There's no place I have to go. I mean, I've got work to do. If I could, if I, if I I didn't have the work to do, I'd go home and we could celebrate. We're almost done. We're almost done. We should be done in the next three minutes. So you have no, time. Just, if, I, if I just tell people, hey, thanks uh, for listening to Chewing the Fat. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, please. Uh, you know, a lot, uh, I hate begging. But you're not begging, though. I really hate begging. Because isn't begging you have to get on your knees and like, please, please subscribe. You're not doing that. No, I'm You're not, sitting down. No, I'm not getting on my knees. That's what that. I'm saying. No, you I'm need not your knees. knees for, <laughs> you need new knees. And by the way, inside baseball, Jeffy says that every single day. He needs new knees. <laughs> no, new knee. New knee. New knee. New knee. My right knee is bad. But anyways, do, you're not begging. You're just telling people. All right. Then I'm not begging. I'm just I'm just telling you. Subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And really, if you already subscribe, get someone else to subscribe. I think this could be the best Valentine's Day gift. That, my friend, is a great idea. When you rate, review, and share. In fact, you should, today you should reverse that. Share. First email address that pops up, send it to him. Thinking of you, happy Valentine's Day. I mean, nothing says Valentine's Day like chewing the fat.